What's up, what's up, what's up? Good morning from sunny Michigan. <laughs> uh, this is Aaron from the Always Learning Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Um, really appreciate you joining us. Today I want to talk about uh, some upcoming stuff. Uh, super, 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 super excited. Um, we are dropping our realtor product. We have a real estate team, Brandon and I, of our own. Um, and uh, we've just... You know, I came from the marketing background, so I'll give you a little bit of background from just me and where I came from. I um, I started when I was, uh, gosh, twenty twenty one. I was fresh out of college, having failed out of college, and um, you know, just didn't have any direction. Just didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I, I was originally going to be a teacher. I, I really do love teaching. It's a lot of fun, but um, the the career of a teacher was something that just didn't. Um, I didn't take to right away. Just too many other things I wanted to do, um, so I've got a really interesting journey. A lot of uh, a lot of different stuff I did. So um, after failing out of college, I um, I went to fire school, an EMT school, one of the coolest jobs I've ever had. Um, tough part with that stuff though is um, a couple of different things. the The first part of it is, um, you know, things are safer now. I mean, just in general. So if you liked the firefighting part of things, which I did, that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, just less houses burn, which is a good thing. That's a very good thing. Um, so, you know, around where we are, if you have any type of, uh, you know, fire experience, you got to have medical as well. Uh, and that was, that was great. It was just full-time jobs were really tough to come by. And you know what? I thank God every day because, um, if I had, uh, gotten into a real career with that, um, I might not be doing what I do now and I'm very thankful for it. So, um, uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell more stories about this later, but, um, fire school was just so much fun. It was so insane. Um, we did a controlled burn um, a couple times. Actually went to a couple house fires, and um, it's just a wild, wild thing because everybody, you know, is usually running out of the building, and we're the dummies running in there, um, and actually excited about it, you know. So uh, I'll, I'll share more stories on that later. So teaser alert. Um, and then um, I went through a series of jobs that really prepared me for what I uh, what we do now. Um, I learned, I got, I cut my cold calling teeth at a print marketing company, um, which funny story about that. People that know me, um, have heard this story a thousand times. My very first cold call ever, uh, went like this. It went, um, you know, I had the script all ready. I was laying it on the desk, um, looking at it after practicing it multiple, multiple, multiple times and, um, you know, running it through with, uh, with my partner at the time, Kevin, um, you know, one of my best friends, he's, uh, you know, he was practicing it with me and, uh, we were partners on this, this whole, um, uh, venture trying to sell a marketing, uh, program to printers. Uh, when I say printers, I mean like people that are, you know, doing direct mail, stuff like that. And, um, by the way, super tough market to sell to cause they're all pretty old school, you know? Um, so I had my script, you know, just sitting on the table. I'd run it through. I was ready. I was ready to go. Um, but I wasn't that seasoned yet. So I had to really read the script verbatim. Um, I was just really working on not having a be robotic yet. <laughs> and, um, and I made the call, you know, dial two, four, whatever. And da, 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 rings and a woman picks up and I don't remember her name, but let's call her Sarah. Um, Sarah picks up and I go, hi, is Mr. Johnson there? So, um, that's, uh, that's my father and, um, and he, he passed away last night. 
<laughs> so, so me and my infinite wisdom, I panicked because I was not seasoned to this at all. It's brand new. Uh, I panicked and slammed down the phone and didn't call back. I, I freaked out because I didn't know what to say. So that was my first experience with cold calling. Um, in and to be honest, I, I'm really glad I did it. I mean, I got I got really good at it. I cut my teeth on it. It got to be something that I knew that I could do. Um, but consistently, that right there 10 years ago started me down a path of trying to find a better way to do some of this stuff. Um, I'll get into more, some, more of the conversations later on just kind of like relationship selling and um, really, really doing stuff the right way. But, um, you know, cold calling is a way to do it. It's just not the best way. Um, so then I, uh, I went to a, um, another company, a social media marketing startup, which was, was awesome. It was the classic startup life, the, you know, the ping pong table in the office, stuff like that. Um, it was, it was really great for about two years. Um, it, it became a toxic work environment for, um, a couple different reasons. Um, just, uh, the, the owner at the time was going through some stuff and, um, and it just, uh, some bad decisions were being made. Um, but, but putting that aside and that's a, that's a whole other podcast, uh, putting that aside, it was, it was really awesome because I learned the value of building a relationship with people and it was really cool. So here's what happened. Um, we were selling to colleges and universities. We had an awesome marketing program that was for alumni departments and it helped them uh, get more donations, helped them um, leverage social media, uh, which at that time was was um, really just starting to pop a little bit, particularly on Facebook. I mean, as, as many of you know, it started in college, colleges and universities. Um, started at Harvard, Zuckerberg was there, and it really was exclusive colleges, and then they started expanding it out, right? So um, a lot of people had to identify their school or their alma mater, so it was a really great opportunity to kind of share um, share with those schools. Um, you know, the, the University of Illinois, for, for instance, or Michigan State University, and we were like, man, you guys have, you know, 500,000 alumni out there on Facebook that you haven't even come close to reaching yet. Um, I know you're trying to find those big donors, but also don't forget that, you know, getting a lot of smaller donations from, from people can help, help really, you know, enhance the school or even just having alumni involved, having alumni care about your message that matters, you know? So, um, the, the best part about it though, is that on my sales calls, so they run on budget cycles, you know? So, oh, I can't, you know, the budget cycle comes in September, so I can't, I can't even make a decision until, you know, my VP releases the budget and then, <clears throat> then, you know, 10 months later, here we go, we have a sale. <clears throat> and it was really not a bad way for, for me to operate because a lot of what I was, you know, doing was building a relationship for that time where we came into the budget cycle and uh, they were ready to make a decision. I've already had 10 months of building a relationship in multiple meetings with these people. And that's really what my strength was. Um, I'm not the best salesman in the world. I'm, I'm not like the best high ticket salesman um, where I close on the phone, you know, the first call or whatever. Um, so it really allowed me to see that work in my benefit and I built a, a huge book of business and it was, it was awesome. So it showed me in a lot of ways, um, the way to be successful can be multifaceted <clears throat> because I was encouraged a lot by the, the boss at the time you know, like you got to close earlier. You got to, you got to push this. You got to push this. You got to angle them this way. You got to try and convince them. 
Um, and that was just never anything I was super comfortable with. It was very much <clears throat> build a relationship, add value as much as possible. And when the time comes, they'll be ready, you know? <clears throat> so um, we did that uh, for a little while. And then that company <clears throat> ended up uh, uh, going through some tough times and, and shutting down and cutting some cutting some things out, right? <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Um, and that was, that was tough because, you know, like I said, I built up a good book of business. I was looking at a great year, year two or three turnover. Um, and, you know, all these existing relationships, that was the hardest part. I built relationships and actually became friends with a lot of my clients and friends with a lot of these people. And almost overnight, I, it was just gone, just gone. Um, <clears throat> I remember that. Sorry, guys, my audio cut out just a little bit. But uh, anyway, I remember that day like it was yesterday. Um, I remember, like, it's like uh, anytime you see, you know, a sad part in a sitcom or something, it's like uh, you just go out and walk in the rain, just be sad, any romantic comedy or something like that. You just walk around in the rain, you have no direction, don't know what to do. Uh, and we're going home and just sitting there. And just being like, okay, um, you know, what's next? So um, when we got a job in, in corporate America, <clears throat> And um, I was in the digital department of a print marketing company. So going back to the old roots, you know, a print marketing company. And um, I just experienced some, some good stuff because I had better leadership around. Um, but also just that feeling of constraint and really working against me. Like I had, I had no idea what I was doing. I just knew that I was really dangerous in a lot of situations um, because I had to be because I was part of two different like startups where you had to wear a lot of hats. Your job wasn't specifically defined to one thing. I had to do a hundred different things. And um, I just knew what I was good at. And I knew that, you know, bringing ideas to the table, like, hey, why don't we try this with the website? Why don't we do this? Why don't we do presentations over here? Um, I just remember getting my hand slapped and, and just not knowing how to respect some of the chain of command. It, it was totally naive. It wasn't malicious at all. It was just like, you know, not respecting the chain of command where I was like, oh, you know, hey, uh, vice president of the company, um, you know, I got this great idea, this, this, and this. And I had like a director above me that I kind of accidentally circumvented, you know? So it's just like, you know, it's just very frustrating sometimes because it was, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff that could have happened or a lot of good ideas could have happened. But, um, but that's what happens in, in a lot of corporate America, unless you have an amazing, amazing structure that allows for it. Um, so I'm not, uh, I'm not mad about it. I'm not bitter about that at all. It's just one of those things that like, it helped me understand that I was made for, you know, becoming my own, you know, on own entrepreneur, my own boss, because, um, I'd rather live and die by, my own ideas, um, you know, and to a certain extent, I'm obviously, I found an amazing partner and we'll talk about team building stuff like that a little bit later. Um, but that's something that I, I am so incredibly thankful for because if I, you know, was even moderately satisfied at that, um, that particular job, um, again, I might've, I might've stayed there for, for too long. You know, I would have figured this out eventually, but maybe it would have taken maybe another year or something like that, you know? So, um, so any fast forward to today, um, I, uh, I joined, uh, my partner Brandon's real estate team, um, cause I had, you know, tons of sales acumen, but I still just had that, that marketing bug, um, that was sitting there and, um, and that sales bug that I had, and I just knew how to do a lot of those things. And it was time, it was ready. It was time to step to the plate. I was ready to, to jump in there. So Brandon and I started our, our marketing company and started serving, um, you know, uh, businesses around our area, um, just helping them solve their problems. 
Um, which is the whole point of marketing in the first place is help them get their message out. They provide our service or product that meets a need in the marketplace. We just, we just need to amplify that. Um, excuse me, guys. Um, but uh, that what's what's hilarious about that is we were challenged over the past year to really understand who our customer avatar was. And what that means is stop trying to serve everybody um, because you have to reinvent the wheel every time. And there's a huge amount of uh, frustration with that because it doesn't allow you to uh, scale properly when you're trying to reinvent the wheel and try and do, you know, too much for every single client instead of really honing in what you're good at. Um, you can always serve more when you have a bigger organization, but you know, with us being a little bit smaller, it was like, man, we gotta, we gotta focus on the one thing here. So, um, famously, one of our biggest mentors, Russell Brunson, um, he has a, um, uh, what he calls an inner circle. And his inner circle is just a, a giant mastermind group that people pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to be a part of. And for his inner circle members, they're not allowed to touch a funnel or a sales funnel um, that they have built. They're not allowed to touch it without or try a new funnel, rather. They're allowed to touch the funnel and make tweaks and optimize and things like that. But they're not allowed to basically, in essence, start another business or start serving another vertical market until they've made a million dollars in that one funnel. <clears throat> his point with that is focus, dummies. Focus, focus so hard. Um, so what was hilarious is that Brandon and I stubbornly were like, oh, we want to serve everyone because we have all this expertise. And uh, we just kind of looked in our backyard and we're like, dude, we know the real estate industry super well. Um, and <laughs> because we're both on a real estate team, did real estate for uh, a few years and um, built a lot of partnerships, had some investor partnerships, things like that. Um, but it, really the passion was marketing and helping serve those realtors. And consequently, you know, some of our favorite clients are, are are real estate teams. Like we love those people. They're our favorite people. Um, not, you know, the mom pop shop that's given us trouble over a hundred dollars, you know, an ad spend and we have to fight scratch and claw to help, you know, bring them results because of that stuff. So, um, it was just, it's just super excited guys, because I, I told all those stories because we're going to have some awesome guests coming up here over the next uh, couple months. Um, some of them, uh, on Friday, we're going to have always social, uh, all social Jesse rather. Um, she's a social media expert strategy, um, you know, uh, posting, uh, posting strategies, best practices. And it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. That's, uh, some of what we do, but she's, that's, that's all she does. She's an absolute, uh, expert at it. And I'm super excited to get her insights and, and what she can share. And we're going to get into her story a little bit. And it's going to be awesome. Um, well, we're going to have guests like that, and uh, we're really going to try and bring as much value as we can to the marketplace, primarily in just the realtor space, but we'll have some other ones too that um, that that will you know serve other niches and, and talk about other things and how you can apply it to your niche. So uh, don't worry, we're not dropping uh, everything just for uh, realty and realtors, but um, just with that being our focus, it's going to be um, it's going to be a lot of great stuff. We're going to have some high ticket salespeople um, that that really can share some sales insights. We're going to have all kinds of great stuff. So um, yeah, guys, uh, just wanted to tease that a little bit, uh, get everyone excited for what's to come. Um, I am now at the chiropractor. Uh, I used to suffer migraines. That's again another story. Teaser alert. Um, and I, by going to the chiropractic, I haven't had one in two years. It's amazing. So I got to keep up with my health. Make sure I'm doing that. I encourage you guys to do the same. So um, thanks for uh, joining me today. Have a great day, guys. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.